Hello, hello. Welcome to Unleashed with Kimberly, a conversation for insight and intelligence. I'm your host, Kimberly Anderson, and I am so excited today. I have Jeff Kroom here. The, he is an inspirational speaker, a preacher, and a life coach. And we're going to watch just this amazing video to give us a little bit more info on him. That was so good. Let's bring him on. Jeff, I love that. Thank you for being here. <laughs> you're welcome. My favorite person in the whole world, Kimberly. Oh. Kimberly. Oh, Thank you're you. so amazing. What an introduction. Wow. That's so cool. <laughs> I, you know, life empowered. I just, when I think of you, that's exactly mm. what I think. You're empowering people around the globe. Well, I appreciate that. I'm, you know, watching that video back every time. It just, um, I, I'm motivated by watching my own video. I don't know if anybody else is, but it turns me on every time I see it. It's just something that can get inside of us and stir us up from the inside out and bringing to life that stuff that's in us, right? Um, that's what we're all about. So yeah. it's so good to be here with you. Thank you for the invite. Thank you. I'm Thank excited. You. Me too. So why don't you start talking just about what it is you do because you wear many hats i mean inspirational speaker your preacher and a life coach so let's let's go into that yeah sure you know they all dovetail i think um if the truth were known about all of us kimberly i believe that we all have this path and this journey and i always encourage my clients to never discount what you've done what you've been through even the most minuscule tasks that you've done or jobs that you've worked at they can be so instrumental in shaping us I've always had this prayer as a boy. I said, you know, God, make me the person that I need to be in order to do what I've been created and called, I believe, to do, right? So be careful when you ask questions like that to the universe, right? Because you, you go on this amazing, unbelievable, painful, exciting journey that, that leads you up into this person. And so mine includes uh, way back when uh, my mom, I remember her telling me, Jeffrey Scott, Moms always use that middle name, you know, when they're mad at us, say Jeffrey Scott. She said, if you could ever find somebody to pay you to run that mouth of yours, you would have it made. So I guess I can contribute a lot of this all the way back to mom too. Um, but there was something about communication, Kimberly, all of my life. I mean, I'm on the stage, I'm in the writing class, I'm in the speech class, but it wasn't just about speaking. It was about watching what we could do with communication and how it impacts the life of another human being. And I could say something that would help another person feel better, um, encourage them, inspire them. That's kind of where I got turned on. So my journey has included, um, as you said, motivational speaking. I got my start way back in the day when I met Jim Rohn. Those of you that don't know Jim, Jim is now gone from the earth, but he's an amazing human being, an amazing motivational, inspirational speaker. And I got the privilege of working for Jim uh, several years um, and promoting his seminars all over the country. So that's where I got the bug about being on stage and being a motivational speaker. Um, I've also transitioned through ministry. I spent a lot of time in the pulpit. I was pastoring for 10, 15 years. Um, and on top of that, probably to wrap it all up is my experience in hospice and palliative care. I can really, the, the last seven, eight years of my life I've spent really um, at the bedsides of people who are leaving the planet. And I don't know about you, kiddo, but when you start talking to people who are at the end of their life, you go back and you look at your own life and you go, okay, I don't know what I thought was terrible about my life, but it doesn't, get, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm good. I'm breathing. I still got a pulse and I can move forward. But the amazing thing is the conversations that I've had over the years with these people, Kimberly, and I've been sitting there at bedside and they're telling me their secrets and I've always asked the question, if you could do it over again, what would you do? And of course, as soon as they start to talk, I've got my pen and my paper and I start writing down every nugget that I can. And I feel so honored, I feel so blessed 
to be able to have the journey that I've had. And uh, all of that kind of compiled into life coaching. I know life coach is a, a term that we hear these days, but um, it's been my heart to help people find themselves from the inside out and become the massive them that they were supposed to be. So a nutshell, that's, uh, that's how I got here sitting in front of you. You and I met, I don't know, three or four years ago and an amazing conference. And, and here we are. Look at this. Here we are on the podcast. So. Yeah. Oh, I love all the things that you just said. And I want to touch on a couple of them because <clears throat> I think it's so important. Initially, what you were talking about is how you can't discount anything that you've done in your life because it all has molded and shaped who you are today. And I even do a little thing about that with um, when I do retreats with my women, they, you know, list down everything you've ever done, list it down and see all your brilliance that you've been working on your whole life. And it really shifts your perspective on, Oh my God, I do know how to do this. I can do that. I can, all of those things count. It helps build your knowledge base. So I yeah. love that you talked about that. Yeah, and it's it's always it's it's making you right. It's making you. There's no wasted mm. steps. Every step is making you. And in fact, it took me a while to learn that I don't think we ever arrive. Kimberly, I know that's a little disappointing downer, right? But I don't think we ever do. And I think the one who is the seeker understands they never arrive. They get so hooked on the journey that they're going, okay, what's next? Yep, learn that one. What's next? So it's taking this attitude, this growth mindset that says, I'm going to use today to help me become better at who I am so that I can do more of me, right? That's the object. That's the goal. Do more of you. That's the, that's the idea. So I love it. Yes. Yeah. Always the seeker. It's always about the journey. It's never about the, that final moment. And yeah. talking about that final moment, I would think that gives you a very unique perspective on life. Like you said, you go inwards and go, wow, okay, jotting everything they're saying yeah. down. What an incredible opportunity to really get some end of life insight. Yeah, you know, I, I feel so privileged, Kimberly, to be have had had that experience. And it does really help me with um, the clients that I work with because you know, I think life is too short to be fake. I, I really do. I never forget. I was uh, uh, going to visit this woman who was in her final days, and her sons were there, really growing sons. They're in their 60s. Now, later did I learn that these two boys, sons, men, had been fighting all of their life for 30-plus years. They hadn't spoken a word to one another in over 30 years. Mm. Now, mom is dying, right? And her dying wish is to see her boys make amends, right? I don't know how I got the call, right? But I got the call to go counsel and bring this situation together because mom has got to have some reconciliation before she can pass peacefully. So I get there and these two guys, growing men now, they're sitting side by side, stroking mom's hand, letting her know, mom, we, we made up, it's okay, you can go. And the back of my head, Kimberly is going, liar, liar, pants on fire. These guys were faking it. They were not made up. They didn't make amends. They were trying to fake it. And there's just this thing going off in the back of my head. And somebody who's listening, you know what I'm talking about, about this thing that goes off in you. It is your meter. The challenge is, is to trust your meter. It's going to cause you to do some very bold things. It's going to call you way outside your comfort zone. But I guarantee you this, if you listen to that, your brilliance is going to shine and you're going to make a major impact on that moment that you're involved in. So me, I took these guys outside, Kimberly. I said, look, gentlemen, I don't know you in all due respect, but you're BSing your mother and she knows it. Now, she might not be able to talk to you, communicate to you, but she understands in the deepest part of her being that you guys are faking this. And until you get this reconciled, she can't pass peacefully. And then I left. That's always a good thing to do, Kimberly, when you say something that bold. You just leave and let it settle right in the air. Marinate so, on that. Yeah, marinate on that. I'm out of here. And by the way, I'm not giving you my phone number or email. You can't track me down, right? <laughs> so uh, sure enough, I got a call from the sister. Uh, later that day and she said Jeff I don't know what you said to those guys but she said they went out for coffee and they made amends after 30 years and she said they came back were at mom's bedside tears pouring down both of their faces they were hugging hugging mom and she just passed peacefully about an hour or so after that so so unbelievable 
And I guess I shared that story because as a coach now, I don't think it's fair to my client or to me to try to fake it. I'm not trying to be your friend. I really don't mean any disrespect, but I'm not trying to be your friend. I'm trying to be eyes, eyes that you don't have. I'm trying to be ears, ears that you can't hear with. Just like you, Kimberly, so we can peer inside someone and go, gosh, wait a minute, hang on just a second. I've listened to you say this story three times now, and every time there's this point here, and I can tell you're hiding something, you've been hurt, it's unreconciled, or you're afraid. And so I, I help my clients go right back to that point and help them reconcile that area. And when they do that, they just release this whole inner self and it helps them excel, get over, overcome, advance their business, whatever their goals are. Um, it, it helps do that. And I feel pretty cool, you know? I, I feel pretty privileged to be able to, to do that. And uh, so it's, it's, it's quite a journey. Oh my gosh, that is. Yeah. I'm so happy you told that story because it helps really identify what you're talking about and, you know, the, the impact of that fakeness or, you know, being very passive about your true feelings, especially when somebody's about to, you know, leave earth. Yeah. So incredible. I well, we don't, I don't think we're, I don't think we grow up with a safe environment to be ourselves. We always, you know, since birth, we're trying to put on, we're trying to make believe, we're trying to pretend, we're trying to be somebody that we're not because we're not comfortable in our own skin. And, and we're not really taught to be comfortable in our own skin. Our work environment tries to get us to be the very best. You're putting on your best face. You can't come into work in your jammies, right? You can't come into work with your hair down. But I wonder what life would be like if we could all just let our hair down and get real with one another and just allow our true selves to come shining through. Yeah, we might have to clean up a couple of messes, I think. But gosh, what, what a better life it would be rather than living fake for 25, 30, 40, 50 years of your life and then leaving the planet. And uh, the challenge is, Kimberly, just the thought dawned on me when I was saying is that the people that I've talked to that were in 80 and 85, 90 years old, they started then to reconcile 80 years of their life, mm. right? They never had these conversations. That's why your broadcast and your podcast is so important to people. I just, I applaud you and, and, and listeners and viewers, you're watching. You have to be guests on this podcast. You have to get behind it and support it. You have to get behind and support podcasts, period. Why? Because they're the voice. They're the vessel. And those that are out there that are gifted like you, Kimberly, to do this, you have a way of connecting to people and you watch. Now, you might not be there physically, but you can say something that's going to set them free. They'll turn around and set somebody else free, set somebody else free, set somebody else free. And it's like this grassroots fire that we can do right here through yeah. the, uh, through the, through technology and the medium of uh, podcasting. Right. So yeah. And TV super show. Cool. Sure. Yeah, it is. So give us a couple of little wisdom nuggets that you've wrote down. I'm just ever so curious. So uh, what would you say would be maybe the top three? Cause I would imagine there's kind of, probably an overlapping theme that would pop up would be my, my guess. Yeah. You know, most, it's really interesting. I have met a, a, a handful of people in my journey that when I ask them, would you go back and do it again? Well, I, I should say not a handful. A lot of them go, I don't want anything to do with it again. <laughs> I don't want to go do it again. Um, I, I wish I wouldn't have tried so hard. I wish I wouldn't have tried so hard. I wish I would have allowed life to happen. So many of them, Kimberly, they're so busy, 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 worker bees all the way to the end. They work to retire. They retire to, to try to have life and fun before they die. And then when they die, they go, did I really live the life that I was supposed to live? Mm -hmm. um, the second one is, is many of them never knew they had a purpose. That was the one that broke my heart the most. I'd asked, I've asked thousands, countless, why were you born? And most of them can't tell you why. They have no significant understanding of their own value and worth. Well, yeah, they're an engineer and they got their degree and they're making a million dollars. And so what? What if you're the, you're, you're multiple degrees, you make multiple millions of dollars, but at the end, you never know who you were. You didn't have a significant 
piece of the puzzle, participation in the thing called life. The ones who really left the planet peacefully, Kimberly, are the ones that felt like they were fulfilled. Mm. They knew they had nothing else to do. How do you know when it's your time to go? You know you have nothing left to do. Now, wow. I, I, I don't want to step on any toes because I understand that physicality can take over sometimes. Um, physicality can say, this disease can say, you know what? I'm taking your life. Now, that's a different topic and I should not even have gone there because I've watched, Kimberly, I've watched people with dilapidating diseases. The doctor says they're going to die within a couple of weeks. And I've watched them hold on for months and years. This dear lady wanted to hold her great-great-granddaughter. And she said, I'm not leaving the planet till I hold that baby. And I'm telling you what, as sure as I'm sitting here breathing with skin on me, that woman did not leave the planet until she held that great-grandbaby, kissed her, she closed her eyes, and she was gone. Wow. Whew, chills. <laughs> Yeah. Why? Because she she got what she wanted. And I wonder if if you viewer, you listener are on a path to get what you want or you on a path to do what you think you should do or have to do. Maybe it can be our conversation today, Kimberly, can be an eye opener for someone to go, wait a minute, time out. Let, let me regroup. Let me reassess my life and uh and, and fortunately, we got to do a lot of that work with people who were even at the end of their life. They got to reassess their life, reevaluate, reconcile some things, and the months and time they had in front of them was the best time that they'd ever had. So, um, so much to learn when you're talking to people who are leaving the planet. So That is so true. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Having... You know, touching back on what you were saying with them not knowing their purpose, there's such a huge gap. There's that no passion. There's there's that lack. You're never fulfilled. And I love that you were pointing that out because if we can help somebody go, okay, what do I really want? What really is me? And how do I find my purpose? It's there. It's in you. Yeah. It's just about trial and error, failing forward, that old, good old fashioned saying, you know, just yeah. keep going. And, and to find that passion is really what's bringing you joy. It's, it's never outside, it's inside, but it's about really harnessing that and, and moving forward. Mm. Yeah, and many of us, we don't learn that, Kimberly, you know, and, and with all due respect to coaches and teachers and everything else, and I love everybody, but but we don't we don't go to school to learn us. So school is just said you got to learn this. You got to learn two plus two. You know three plus three. Uh, my wife is in education, and one of the things that she's doing right now is is helping reform uh, educational structure uh, based upon social and emotional learning. We don't even look at how our kids learn. We don't even look at what makes them tick. We just demand that they should live according to the standard. Yeah. There, there's a phrase that's been going off in my heart for years, and it's this. We hold these truths to be self-evident. You take that statement right there. We hold these truths to be self-evident. You want to know what my life, you want to know what I believe? Do I want to know what you truly believe? I look at what's self-evident around you, who you hang with, what you, what you are, uh, uh, listen to, what you eat, what you drive, where you live. We, we see all, we say all that, Kimberly, right? But I've watched it over the years in these people's lives that were leaving the planet. They lived the life that they believed they were supposed to live or needed to live or had to live instead of wanted to live. I, I had so many people tell me, Jeff, I didn't know I had to say so. Oh, my gosh. I didn't, I didn't know I had. And now, um, and here's why we don't know we had to say so, Kimberly, because we're trapped, we're suffocating, we're dying. And we don't know it. We don't. We don't get around to being buried until we're 85. But we died when we we're 30. Let that sink in. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Our our goal, 
my goal, my passion, my mission, helping resurrect, that's a good word, a resurrection, you know, that's a real strong word, especially the month of April, right? So right. this whole resurrection stuff, come, somebody slap me. That, that, that was my experience um, when I kind of backstory a little bit. I moved from Indiana to California in 1988, five suitcases and a one-way plane ticket. And I settled in California, starting my life over, completely over. And along that way, um, I, you know, life was good, life was bad, you call it whatever you want. But I still found myself in the pit of pits. Sometimes the pit follows you. You get out of one pit and you find yourself in another one. And you get out of that pit and you find yourself in another one. Why in the bleep does the pit follow you? Because the pit's trying to tell you something. That place of misery, Kimberly, that's in the bottom of the pit, it is supposed to make you so miserable that that situation launches you into your dream. If you allow the pit, it'll swallow you and suffocate you, and you'll be one of those that don't get around to being buried till they're 80, but they die at 30. But if you allow the pit to do what it's supposed to do, which is to make you so uncomfortable that you scream to get out, you almost launch yourself out of that place of misery. It squeezes you until you go, enough <laughs> is enough. I, I'm not doing this one more time. Mm. I love it. Yeah. I'm, Gosh, right? So good. And we, and you're right. It's true. that. That pit is what's help trying to help you, I'll say course correct. It's helping you go, hey, pay attention. This is this is not good. And if it's following you, there's a big clue. Yes. Well, and 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 here's a here's something, here's a twist that I picked up over the last few years because um, a, a lot of our spiritual friends and and Spiritual, I use that term broadly because we all come from different backgrounds spiritually, but a lot of our spiritual friends buy into the suffering complex. It was really big on my note when I knew you and I were going to have this conversation uh, to, to, to touch on this. Awesome. We, we buy into a suffering complex because we're taught that suffering brings reward. So although, yes, I want that pit of misery to come around in my life, I want it to do its job, but I don't want to get addicted to the pit. Because when I get addicted to the pit, develop a misery complex. And when I develop a misery complex, I find other miserable people to hang around with. And when I'm around misery, misery loves company, so it validates my misery. And we all share this suffering story. Well, I'm suffering for you fill in the blank. But friend, what if you were never, ever, 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 ever supposed to suffer? What if one time through was enough? <laughs> Somebody's listening going, well, why in the heck have I been here a hundred times? <laughs> Good question. I love it. So don't yes. buy the suffering complex. And I noticed too in conversations that when you're in that suffering complex, it's about who's suffering more. Who's suffering in a bigger way. It's 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 never like I'm trying to get out of it. It's constantly reeling you in yeah. and you have to really be aware of that. Yeah. And it can be an old time friend. It could be a family member. It doesn't matter who it is. Like you said, misery loves company and it is constantly seeking out that company. Yeah. Well, it's one of the things that you were saying that you do with your clients about having them write down uh, where they're at, write down everything, what you feel, what you see, what you think, what your experience is. And, and you and I have had these conversations throughout the years. That's why I'm so excited to be with you today. Um, we've had, you remember the, remember the luncheons that we had, you know, when back in the day of the seminar that we met, I think like, we sit there for hours and talk. It was so brilliant, right? I love it. We should have recorded those. <laughs> we should have recorded those. But this one's being recorded. So this is yes, cool. Maybe this right. launch is something brand new. So, but but when you record, and it's so good that you teach your clients to record, because what I found is when we record, it's not for the sake of journaling, and I love journaling, but the journal is there to show us patterns. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Patterns, when we identify the patterns that we're having in our life, Kimberly, that's what we can start to set ourselves free from. So misery says, I I'm miserable. And I'm miserable because of these conditions. Now, somebody's, somebody's listening today, they're watching, and you know what I'm talking about. Your life is miserable, but all of a sudden you're driving down the road, you're sitting in a coffee shop, you're at work, and you hear a song or somebody says something, and instantly you're happy. You have a memory of when it was good. And all of a sudden you're washed over with these feelings, exhilarating, happy. I got a question for you. What happened to the misery? Mm. Where did it go? Here's the, here, here, here's the answer. The misery and the moment of blessing, if you would, live and occupy the same space. They're always constantly sharing the space. Talk to my vibrational friends now, right? It's, <laughs> it's vibration, right? So what happens is that thought that, that triggered the happiness, I switched my engagement from this right into happy. And you know what I'm talking about. We can be happy and sad and happy and sad and happy. And we go through this, this, this cycle, right? So when we identify our patterns, Kimberly, this is how we change our life. This is truly how we change we identify the patterns so that when that pattern starts to repeat itself, I can see it coming. <laughs> I can see it coming from a distance. And I go, ah, here it comes. And then I can step out in front of it and say, wait a minute, stop the truck. I know you. I recognize you. Every time my wife does that, it causes me to feel this way. Guess what? That's a pattern. Mm -hmm. Every time that my boss does this, it makes me feel that's a pattern. It's not that the boss is a jerk. You're learning how not to allow a jerk to affect you by being in the presence of a jerk over and over and over and over and over. So our freedom comes when we can get out in front of it and go, I recognize you. And guess what? You do not have permission any longer to take over me. Mm. Sadness, depression, fear, anger, hatred, bitterness, all of those negative emotions, they drive our lives, Kimberly. And I know I'm preaching to the choir. They drive us. But why do they drive us? Because we open the car door, let them in the front seat. In fact, we take a passenger side seat and let them behind the wheel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? We let them drive the car. So we're sitting over there. Sure, he hurts you. I get it. I get it. But you're more than your story, baby doll. Yeah. You, you can't be a victim forever. There's no, I feel like I'm preaching, Kimberly. I, there's Keep no, going. <laughs> there's no reward for the victim at the end. You don't get a special line. Come on, somebody. You don't get a special line. That's a hard reality. You know what? When you get to the end, you're going to look and go, I did this to myself. Yeah. And I thought somewhere along the line, someone was going to rescue me. We need to talk a little bit about people who rescue us. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, there's not a rescuer. <laughs> you may think they were. Nobody rescues you but you. Exactly. Mm. And mm. I'm going to add too, because what you're saying is so powerful. And I hope people were taking notes on that, recognizing the patterns. But here's the thing, if you keep noticing that your boss is making you angry or whatever it is, find out why. Why is it constantly bothering you? What is it triggering inside of you that causes you to feel that way? Because there's something there. And so you can recognize the pattern and you can figure out what's going on because it's in you. It's not them. Yeah. Yeah, our, our Eastern um, philosophies t teach us really, really powerful um, about the, the and, I, and I'm probably going to uh, butcher the word, but I think it's called samskaras. Samskaras are these, my, my definition, are these little pockets of, of thought and emotion that stores in the synapses on our inside. Mm -hmm. And what triggers it is sometimes you can get around a smell and something goes off in you. 
right? Because the stored memory, for lack of better words, is pocketed us in us all over inside of us. So mm -hmm. if you could open yourself up, you see these little pockets. And this is when I was 10 and granddaddy made me mad. This is, this is when I was 20 and, and she left me. This is when I got straight A's and mommy was so proud of me. All of these things, they pockets, they store inside of us. So we're really not free thinking creatures. We're regurgitated creatures based <laughs> upon what's in us, right, Kimberly? What's in us? So all I have to do is get around, Kimberly, you sent me an email and my goosebumps went off. Why? Because you hold this little goosebump pocket inside of me because I remember the conversations that we've had that are so brilliant. Yeah. Well, the point is, is that I used to fight those things that were negative in me. And I had this epiphany. I was in my field in the early morning hours and I was fighting against this thing that was trying to come against me. And it dawned on me, Jeff, that thing is not real. That thing that's coming against you doesn't have any intelligence. It's not on a specific journey, destination, agenda. All it is is something that you allow to regurgitate inside of you. It still thinks you're that person that experienced it. And it's just coming around to see if you're still there. Yeah. It's like phishing, P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, phishing, right? The scams, they, they mm -hmm. drop little things in your email to see if you're going to click on it. That's what those are. They, they come up to see if you're going to click it. Are you going to bite it? And if you bite it, guess what? <sighs> you're back to when you were 10 and grandfather abused you, molested you, beat you. You're back when you failed the business. You're back there immediately. You're reliving it. Why? Because you swallowed the pill again, hook, line, and sinker, right? So what happened quickly, what happened is I, it dawned on me. I've been fighting this. And when you fight it, When you fight it, you might masterfully take it and tuck it back down inside of you, but you're never free from it. Why? Mm. Because you wait for an environment to resonate with it, trigger it, and guess what? It flares right back up. So color me weird, Kimberly. I'm in the middle of my field, early morning hour, and I'm taking this thing out of me and looking at it, and, and I tell it, thank you for serving me so well all of these years, but I have no need for you anymore. And I'm gonna release you because you're energy. I'm gonna release you and as I release you, you get to go right back into my system which you're gonna energize me now in a positive manner and you're gonna help catapult me forward because you can't take your energy out of you. If you just take all of those pockets of energy out of you, you're probably not gonna have anything left, sweetheart, right? You're gonna like, oh my God. So what we do is we take the energy, we reconcile it, and we, re we, we forgive it, whatever we have to do, and we release its negative. We, we accept it and go, and we grow. We have a little poof, and we expand. And now we use all that that was for or against us. Here's my spiritual brothers and sisters. What's meant for our evil will be turned for our good. What was meant to be against us is now for us and can catapult us into being those people that we know we're created to be. Oh, I have chills up and down my entire body. Absolutely, absolutely, I love it. <laughs> now I need to dote on you. Do you realize that without you, Kimberly, being you, I can't be me? And vice versa. <laughs> yeah, that's why this is so cool. Because <laughs> you being you helps me be me, and me being me helps somebody be them, and you be you, and we all get to be each other because we all get to be each other. That's yeah. super cool. It's like that synergetic energy that's just darting <sighs> each other. Yes. Hitting. I love it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yep, yep. And going back to what you were saying with those pockets yeah. within us, the negative pockets, even the positive ones, we attach thoughts and beliefs and emotions to them. So really understanding that that's you identifying what that is helps you be able to release that negative part of it so you can put back on that positive energy and 
catapult you forward, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think we get. Um, I love. I, I I love you because when when we first met, probably if I would have met you ten years ago, I, you and I would have passed two ships in the night. I was not ready to have a conversation with you. I remember our conversation over lunch. You were really bold with me. You. <laughs> You were telling me some things that open. I thought, how dare she? But you know what? It was like a good kick in the rear. I needed it. You helped me open my eyes. And I think we get hung up on terminology so much. And then we get defensive of our own belief systems and our own faith values and all of this stuff. And you were one that really helped me open up my mind to realize when you say this and I say you say tomato and I say tomato, we're talking about the same thing. We, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stand on my fence and justify why it's tomato, and you're not gonna, because otherwise we pit each other against each other, right? Right. So, so understanding some some of our viewers, Kimberly, that are listening and, and watching, and even whenever they're watching this years from now, you can't get so hung up with what you think is right. If it's right, it's okay, but don't get so hung up on it, um, because otherwise. It's it's harder to change. It's harder to let it go, right? And you've experienced that too. We get so stuck on something, we can't get unstuck. We can't unstuck ourselves. So it's crippling. Yeah, indeed, it is. indeed, it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta take it all in. Gotta take it all in. It is. You know, I, I just truly, truly, our conversations are so magic. And, and you're right. It's like when we come together, we're able to, we keep bringing out this brilliance within each other. And that's why I was so excited to have you come on the show because you, when you talk, there's so much passion and there's so much truth behind everything that you say mm -hmm. that I want the world to hear it. I want people to really know that they can live an empowered life and which is what your business is called i mean yeah. you can truly truly live a life empowered and it's you taking those steps you releasing that energy you knowing that you have a purpose yeah yeah so, it, when when if if you don't you know if you don't have your own plan we've heard this time and time again you'll become a part of somebody else's plan and um you know but everything Kimberly, I think I see a lot of times I, I, I see some of my clients, some of the people that I work with, um, they, they get into too, too much of a box. And, and then what they do is they, they try to take their gift, which is truly a natural gift. You can't, you can't work your gift. Your gift works. You, you know, you just, I'm going to say it again. You right just, there. That was amazing. You can't work your gift. Your yeah. gift just works. Wow. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. No. That out. That was amazing. Yeah. But but and you, you felt that right? That's what it was. That that's why it's on me because I used to think hmm. I, I'm going to use a dark side and a light side analogy. I used to think my dark side, and we all have them. Come on, somebody. I used <laughs> to think my dark side disqualified me. Disqualified me from my light side. Wow. Because every time I found myself in my light side, the dark side would say, hey, don't you remember when you, who do you think you are? How can you call yourself A when you're all this over here? But it's the one who says that they are a paramedic and they're in the ambulance. They got the call. They're screaming down the freeway, get to the accident. They're hovering over the person and that person is hovering in life and death and they look them in the eye and say, hang on, don't die. I got to remember what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. They're trying to work the gift. Yeah. You can't work the gift. The gift works. Yeah. When the towers came down in New York, every human being that was close enough to somebody that could reach out and help them, they didn't have to turn to the instructional manual and go, well, how do I do this? Is this accurate? Is this politically correct? Can I get a virus from touching you? Can I, should I hug you? Should I not? They didn't care about that because what was in them took over. That's where we got to get. That's what you're that's what you're all about, Kimberly. Unleashed is letting that gift in you just simply work. Now, I, I, I'm, this is out for debate. 
I don't think the gift has to mature. I think we, the carrier of the gift, have to mature. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's why somebody, it feels like it's taking you forever to get to be you. But don't fret, baby. It's only preparation. And the more you can stay in that incubated stage, the more you can stay unseen, oh my God, the longer you will be seen. And see, I don't, I don't, I, I don't speak to everybody this way, Kimberly. You've done something in me. You touched something in me. I just don't have these types of conversations. I do with my clients one on one, but not on a podcast like this. So I don't know what's overcome me, but, <laughs> but. The time spent out of the light will determine how long you stay in the light. Mm. The one whose goal is only to be seen will be seen, but only for a moment. But the one whose desire is to not be seen, but be impactful and effective, the light will continue to pull you into itself. You can, you, 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 you almost come kicking and screaming, but it continues to pull at you saying, it's your time now. It's your time now. You've been in the dark long enough. We've got to get you to the forefront. Here's the podcast. Here's the people. Here's the money. Here's the opportunity. It all comes together. And when we have to mature as human beings to handle what it is that flows through us, I believe, Kimberly. And that's what our job as coaches are, right? That's our role in humanity as coaches is, and how, how do you know how to tell, how, how can you kick me in the butt, Kimberly? You can kick me in the butt because you've kicked yourself in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I know I know enough about you. You're not easy, you're, you're the hardest one on yourself, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. As a matter of fact, you totally just described me. <laughs> Like, I want to stay hidden, but I want to have massive impact. I don't want to be in the public eye. Yeah. But this TV show landed in my lap, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to do this, even though I don't want to do this. I don't want – I never wanted my own TV show, and I don't want to be in the public eye. Yeah. So – but it's not about me. It's about the impact I want to have in helping other people. Now, take that sentence apart. Take what you just said apart, which is so brilliant. Because right in what you just said also lives the suffering mentality. Mm -hmm. The, the, the uh, no, no, it's okay. Um, you just go ahead. I don't want to be seen. I don't want that. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That is linked to the suffering. Really, truly, the person who doesn't really believe that is on the inside going, I'm saying this so that you can see me. I'm saying this so that you can understand me. I'm saying this so you will hear me. Mm. That's where the realization comes in at because when you know you're the savior, when you know you can help save somebody's life, you're begging for those opportunities going, I'm the one that you need to be right there because I can help. Kimberly, that is what's coming on people. That power, that authority, that confidence, and it's breaking past all the self-promotion and buy my and live in my mansion and boot. I, 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 there's something happening inside of us that that gift is being exploded from within outwardly and it's going, it, and we're not saying see us, look at us. The universe is going, I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you. Mm -hmm. I still hold that. I hold it true that the universe is on my side. I hold it true that God knows me by name. He carries the very breath. She holds the very breath that I breathe. I believe that with everything I have. And all it takes is, and my life has changed completely, right? Yeah. All it takes is a, and you're from here to here. Yeah. It can, yeah. it can change. It can change that fast. I got to go back and listen to this. I have no clue what I just said, but I'm going to go back and listen. Go back and listen <laughs> to this. <laughs> I'm taking notes. I love it. I it's love so it. true, though, and I absolutely am right there with you. I totally believe that 1,000%. The universe is going, I need you here. I need you there. This is what you need to do, and that's how I have 
my unleashed world. And now, <laughs> mm. come into my unleashed world. It's about stepping into your brilliance. Oh, Absolutely. Indeed. It is. I love it. What else can I help with? What what can what else can I say? What else? I don't know. What else? Do I, I know. I'm like, let's just get on here and see what happens because that's, that's what we do best. Yeah, I love it. So so um, how how often is your show? I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the role now. I get to ask you questions. How often is your show? How are you it's on every once, week? Are you on a month? Or it's once a week. It's live once a week. Super Tuesdays cool. at 10 a.m. Cool. Pacific time. Yeah. So I it's. Love it. It's been an incredible journey. I love being able to have these dynamic conversations with people, especially where we can help just share our message and get it out there. And you know. And so you're on um, your show is is published on what Roku? You, all the different media. All media has changed, hasn't it? Oh my goodness! Gosh. It's completely. It's interesting. I was thinking about it yesterday. How the pandemic and and having people inside and, and the conversations always around this. So I try not to touch on it, but what I did find that I was recognizing yesterday is how it changed industries. It allowed people to take a moment and go, what is important to me? And even I was kind of laughing. I was watching a, um, it was a workout um, commercial mm. and the entire face of, working out, going to the gym, all that stuff is completely changed. You can literally have this be on a treadmill or whatever, and there's somebody in there pushing you to go, go, yeah. and it's live. And I'm like, yeah. holy cow, that's crazy. Yeah. Technology. Yeah. Whew. And and I, I love it. I mean, it definitely has reshaped us. Um, I... Ugh. <laughs> it's, def <laughs> it's definitely that's a mouthful it's definitely reshaped us i probably shouldn't yeah. do that throw up all over everybody it's definitely reshaped us um i wonder i was reading somewhere kimberly about artificial intelligence ai mm. and the article was talking about all the pros of ai you know, AI is going to be able to drive our cars, wash our dishes, take our dog for a walk, you name it, it's going to be able to do it. But one of the, the, the writer, the author, and I don't remember who the author was, I apologize, but the point that the author made was there's one thing that AI will never, ever, ever be able to duplicate in humanity. And it got my attention. And the author said it's not the predictability because AI bases its existence on predictability. If mm -hmm. X, then Y. If A, then B. The only thing about a human is we are the most unpredictable species on the face of the planet, right? When we should go straight, what do we do? We turn left. <laughs> when we're supposed to turn right, what do we do? We stop. Everything about us is unpredictable. That's why I believe that technology in all of its advancement can never replace the human touch. Absolutely. I need to see you. I love seeing your face here on this camera, but you know what I love more is seeing your face in person. Yes. My mama squeeze those cheeks. Yeah. So I think the pandemic, I think, Kimberly, there are some people that are watching us. We are talking about being kind of held in the darkness until light forces you out. I believe there's some people who are watching today, listening today, that you had a business before. It had something to do with people. It had something to do with crowds, the masses, touching people. You were physically connected. And, and, it, it, and the pandemic is throwing you for a complete loop. It's just devastated you. But I'm here today to, to encourage you that you need to hold on because what you thought was yours was not yours. It was practice. Mm -hmm. But the world has now been prepared for you so that when you launch Again, and this, Kimberly, I truly believe this. This is not a time to look for another thing. Right. This is not time to look for another thing. This is time for you to look back at the same thing you've been looking at all your entire life, realizing that the pandemic cannot take it away from you. The world cannot take it away from you. There's nothing going to keep you from your destiny but you. 
So you tuned in just at the right time because you have to hear that you need to pick it back up and you need to do it again. You know why? You thought humanity was prepared for you before. You wait till you get them in front of you now. Every coach, every motivational speaker, every teacher, every person that has a calling on their life to help another human being, baby, the world is ripe for you. Billions of dollars waiting to come into the hands of people who are helping people. Why? Because humanity is starving. I don't care whether you tell us, wear a mask, keep your distance. I'm, I'm telling you to keep your distance from me, but secretly inside I'm going, I wish to God somebody would hug me. I wish to God somebody would recognize me as I walk by. You don't even know who I am. I know. <laughs> you can't even see me laugh or smile at you. Now, I, you know, I, I hope you don't get any hate mail. I, please don't send hate mail at Kimberly. It wasn't her. It was me. I'm the, I'm the guy oh. she asked on the show. But It's so true. I missed, I smile at everybody going through a grocery store. And if yes. I'm in a mask, you can't see I'm smiling. Yeah. And you can only smile so big with your eyeballs, you know? Yeah. So, no, I, well, I agree. If you if you wanna if you wanna get into the mask a little bit, you how many of us are hiding, Kimberly? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean it's the, ma the mask allows me to just put it isn't it the face? It's the theater metaphor. they've got the yeah. face. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it allows you to hide even deeper. Yeah. Mm. It, it it does. So I think I think really today, um for me it's 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 your listeners being able to to really stop and evaluate their life. Where, where am I at? Am I where I'm supposed to be? Um, I, I love talking to people who, who kind of know, but they don't know. They're there, but they're lost. They know exactly right, but they don't know what to do. It's those types of people because really to come around them and support them and to help them understand you're right on time, you're in the perfect place, just keep falling forward, keep launching forward, Keep believing it's going to be okay. On the down days, hang on, baby. It's going to get better. It's okay. The down days don't define you. Can I take us someplace? It just Absolutely. dropped in my heart. We have a tendency to believe that when I feel good, things are good. When I feel bad, things are bad. But here's what I've learned, Kimberly. I've gleaned that both good and bad are a lie. I love this. Let's dive. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, yeah. And chime in. Why? Because every time I am not this, that must mean I'm this. Mm. And every time I'm this, it must mean I'm not that. So I am in constant war trying to be that and avoid being that when truly I am neither. I am that I am. Hmm. Woo. Everybody feel that? Holy cow. I'm experiencing. Hmm. Yeah. I'm experiencing this, but this is not who I am. Right. I'm going through this, but this, don't you call me that. Mm. These truths I hold to be self-evident. Don't you call me that. Yeah, agree with me that I'm experiencing, but when you call me it, you label me it. And when you label me it, you empower it, and you empower it to become me, and I refuse. I, Kimberly, I refuse to be that. I refuse to be that. That's why I'm neither this or this. If I could be a little preacher for, for just a second, there's an amazing scripture in the Christian Bible. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without. That's your entire message of life. Was without. How can you be without? What do you, what do you, I don't understand, Jeff. How can you be? Be means you are. You're in the essence. It's everything. It's the totality. It is. It is without. The next word tells us the whole story. What was it without? It was, but it was without form. Hmm. Form. Male. Female. Rich. Poor. Labeled. Black. White. Speaker. This. 
this form form it was without any of all that we take upon the form to fulfill the mission the mission is fulfilled through the form but you are not the form you are the essence the life the flowing the zoe the 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 gosh you're trying to find the word you're 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 the essence of it you're you're not it so my brothers and sisters stop wrestling with trying to be this because you're exacerbating the injury you're neither so we go with the flow that when we start talking about going with the flow that means I am not sad, I'm experiencing sadness. I'm not depressed, I'm experiencing depression. I'm not happy, I'm experiencing happiness. I am that I am. I am that I am. You're whole and complete. You're just experiencing whether it's joy and happiness or you're experiencing not joy and happiness, but you are always you. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. Yeah, you're always you, and and you can't you can't be anything else but you, Kimberly, yeah. unless you're trying to be what somebody else told you you are, right? Which right? is labeling. Which Back is to the labeling. Yeah, which is labeling, and we do it. Society does it. Everybody does it. That's why our that's why we struggle with the self image stuff. Is is worse in, in the U.S. and in, you know any people right now, billions of people all over the world suffering from self esteem issues. Yeah, because we're trying to be like somebody else instead of. Knowing, I just I just wrote a blog the other day and posted it about lo loving ourselves. And if we don't know the value of ourselves, we we live a life based upon the value of someone else puts on us. What is this thing that we need to have somebody else validate us? Yeah. Mm. Powerful, powerful, powerful. I love our conversation. <laughs> always, always, oh, always so that. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know how I don't even know what time it is. I mean, I kind of got lost to what we're doing. Is it Tuesday? Is it Wednesday? I, I don't know what I don't know what day it is. So uh, I, I love, love it. it. So I want to make sure people know how to find you because they need to know your brilliance. So Jeff yeah. Croom, your life empowered, jeffcroom.com. Yeah, you know, Kimberly, I was thinking about our show and um, I do I do life coaching, I do all kinds of things, but one of the things I'm really concerned about is somebody that's listening um, here today. And, and they really need help. You're, you're, at, a, you're at a crossroads. You're, you're bound up. You're stuck. You don't know how to get through. Whatever it may be, um, I, I want to help. Um, if, if you go to my website, jeffcroom.com, you can book a, a, a coaching session with me. And I have a free for all the listeners, just free. It's 30 minutes. It's free. You just get me, just like Kimberly and I. You get me 30 minutes. Um, if you book it 30 minutes, it's called Breakthrough. Use the promo code BREAKTHROUGH at checkout and it's totally free to you uh, but it'll send your information to me and we can connect and we can have a conversation like this and um, and help you through whatever you're going through it's a little sticky place for you it's it's not nothing permanent don't worry we can help you get through that and uh, I would also encourage you to call this woman right here because she, she's brilliant at what she does too and if you need a good swift kick in the rear she'll she'll give it to you I promise you she'll give it to you so that's how they can find me jeffcrim.com and uh, use the promo code breakthrough if you'd like to book a coaching call with me, and uh, again, it's totally free. 30 minutes, you and I, digging into life, figuring out how we can get you to be the you that you're supposed to be. So, Absolutely. I love it. And if anybody's interested, I have my free 21-day Unleash Your Inner Goddess virtual summit. Mm. It's 21 days of brilliant women sharing their real, raw, unedited stories of what they've gone through how they overcame it and they're offering free gifts as well every day 21 days emailed to you you don't even have to leave your home so go to that that is bitly goddess summit 2021 nice so, nice nice yeah and if you're not sure you can always go to aphrodite enterprises on facebook as well as my website KimberlyACoaching.com to find out more. Jeff, you are always brilliant. I love our conversations. You are so amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the depths of my heart and soul for being on my show with me today. You're amazing. I am so honored and uh, kudos right back to you. I love it. Look forward to next time, kiddo. Thank you for having me. Absolutely.